0: Well, hello, lovely humans, and welcome to Engage, a wedding planning podcast for the modern-day couple. I'm your host, Jamie Wolfer, and I truly believe that wedding planning does not need to be complicated or time-consuming. I kind of picture these episodes like jumping on a quick phone call with your wedding planner. You get your answers and you go on your merry way because sometimes not all of us have an hour to dedicate to listening to super long podcasts or super long intros. So without further ado, let's just jump right on into it. Today's episode, we're going to be diving into some insights from one of my wedding pro friends that's going to give you some info that you absolutely need to know. Take a listen. This is a little bit of a weird story, which, you know, all good stories are. There is a, I think I can say this. We did, to- okay. Wow. Way to, way to bury the lead there. We did Tori Kelly's wedding, which is not something that we talk about a whole lot. We only got one photo from the event because they didn't really feel like releasing a whole lot. So it was my first celebrity wedding. And I literally was like, I'll do anything. Like, you just tell me what you want me to do. And I'll, talk- I got it. It's fine. And it was, to this day, one of the more intensive weddings that we had done because there was just so many moving parts to it. But come their wedding day, her dress rips on the dance floor. And there had been little things that had gone wrong here and there. And we, of course, handled them in stride. I had only cried like three times at that point because it was just such high tension and high – I felt like such a high importance for absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. So when her dress ripped, I was like, okay, this is – this is this is incredible. Of course, this would happen right now to me. And I found out when I was walking over with desserts for uh, her and her husband and I handed it to her. And then I get down on the ground and I start safety pinning her dress and she starts dancing while I'm doing it. Ooh. Not a lot, just like a little shimmy back and forth. And then she looks down at me with this dessert in her hands and she goes, thank you so much for bringing these over. And thanks for fi- fixing my dress. And I was like, you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> so great so here's this bride who could have easily taken this meltdown moment because her dress ripped and she just keeps dancing and she just keeps just i mean Had she danced too much, like I probably would have been annoyed, but she didn't. It was like a nice little sway back and forth because she knew I had a safety pin near her legs, probably for her own safety to not dance too aggressively. But to have her then acknowledge in that situation being thankful for the dessert and thankful for the safety pins, I was like, I'm never going to forget this moment. And I'm like kneeling in the dirt, (laughs) you know, poking myself in the thumb and thinking, this is why we do what we do. I brought her sugar and I'm fixing her dress and she's still dancing and she doesn't have to worry about anything because I'm the one in the dirt fixing her dress. And that was, I think it was just such like a confirmation of why I like doing what we do because so many brides or maybe, maybe not so many people in that situation could have the opportunity to panic. And knowing that she felt comfortable enough to know that I would handle that. I don't know. It's cheesy. I got a desert story. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. So it was early on in my career, which I were. Let's be honest, I'm still relatively early on in my career, but it's earlier on in my career. And a lot of times my mom would work with me at events because she is a master. She still does. Um, she's the reason I like planning parties to begin with, just watching her do it growing up. So we're at this wedding out in 29 Palms, which if you are not from Southern California, you probably have no idea where 29 Palms is or what 29 Palms is. And that's for the best. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's not... It's not, it's not great. So, but there happened to be this beautiful rental home that this couple had rented out for their wedding. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And, uh, they were doing things slightly not traditional. They were kind of spinning a couple things around, which I was totally into, but of course, still trying to figure out how I do all of this and do the wedding coordinating, wedding planning stuff. And one of, the friends of the bride comes up to me and basically kind of starts grilling me a little bit, being like, so how long have you been doing this? Oh, oh, I plan events. I plan events too. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an event planner. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, if you need some guider, guidelines or some pointers, like you just let me know. And at this point I'm like, <laughs> great. Thank you. Wow. What a servant. You're just, but multiple times throughout the, throughout the day had made commentary about when she plans events. Mm-hmm and those kinds of things. And I was like, okay, wow, you are, what a treat to be around. Thank you. (laughs) So I'm already super self-conscious because I'm just trying to do a good job. I think this was like maybe my third or fourth wedding ever. And then there's this girl who is basically just being a punk about it. She just was like, I I kept looking at my mom being like, seriously, did she have to come up and talk to me again? And later in the night, she, she got a little tossed and by a little toss, I mean blackout, wasted, Ooh, just, okay. just real far gone, far gone. And so I discovered that because what I like to do, you know, if um, if I have the availability, is I'll walk around to tables if people are still seated after dinner, things like that, and just check in, see if anybody needs anything. Go up to her table, and she's she's clearly gone. I shouldn't say blackout because she was still definitely conscious. And she starts mentioning about working events again. I'm like, great. <laughs> I know this song and dance by now. And leave the table after her commentary and just like, okay, we'll have a good night. enjoy yourself. And she gets up for some reason. I don't know where she was going or what she was doing. And full on walks into a cactus. What? Walked into it. And she's wearing a shorter dress, cactus spines all in her leg. Just oh God. every. And so at this point, I was like, oh, oh okay. So- this is, this is why I will always carry my emergency kit, always, even though I rarely use it. By the grace of God, I had tweezers in there. So I had to spend the next, I don't know, gosh, it's like 10, 15 minutes pulling spines out of this girl's leg who'd basically been following me around the entire night telling me how to do my job or what she does at her job or asking if I needed help, but like not in a helpful way. And then just sitting there pulling spines out of her leg. And I was like, this is this is glamorous. This is, I'm so glad that I get to do this right now. (laughs) The exact opposite of safety pinning a, a happy bride's dress is pulling spines out of someone who's basically been like chasing you around and telling you everything you're doing wrong for the entire event. If you thought for one second that I was going to start a brand new podcast and not bring over Generation Tux to join me, you are sorely mistaken. But you guys, there's a reason that I keep talking about them. There's a reason that I'm so obsessed with them. And one of them is all of the free offerings to you as the wedding couple. Number one, free swatches. If you want to do color comparison or compare it to any dresses or linens or florals, they will send you free swatches. Number two, a free home try on for the wedding couple with free round trip shipping. All of that's free. (laughs) Number three. With five paid rentals, the groom gets his suit rental for free. Number four, with seven paid rentals, the groom gets his rental for free and then gets to keep the suit. You guys, if I've not convinced you to check out Generation Tux at this point, I don't I don't know who will. Head on over to wolferandco.com forward slash suits to claim your free prize today. Y'all, it is that time again. Our friends over at Generation Tux are generously offering you $20 off of your suit rental. Now, this offer is only good for the groom or the wedding couple only, but if you use code WOLFERSUMMER starting June 21st through September 23rd of 2023, you can get 20 bucks off of your suit rental. Now, just remember, it can't be combined with any other offers, but get out there and get your suit. Should we talk about the time that my mom was a drug runner?
1: Oh, yes. I think everyone needs to know about your mother's history with illicit drugs.
0: (laughs) So I've only experienced it at one wedding um, or experienced having it there. No, I didn't experience the cannabis myself at the wedding. I just experienced having it there. And this was a very like, cannabis-friendly crowd, extremely cannabis-friendly, except for the groom's immediate family. They just weren't really aware or, you know, just it's not their thing. Super quiet, really conservative couple um, just kind of kept to themselves most of the night but I'll get to that in a second so the bride and her bridesmaids were staying at or getting ready at a building that was about a quarter mile away this again happened in the desert why does all of the crazy happen in the desert yeah and this is when silas was just born like i i'm pretty sure he was 6 weeks old this was my first wedding back so i um, was traveling with a breast pump and they had no way of getting from where they were getting ready to the ceremony site, no way at all. Cause it was like a bumpy road. I mean, unpaved, really aggressive road, which thank goodness I had an all wheel drive vehicle at the time. Go Subarus. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to drive it either. I don't, I don't understand how most cars did. I for sure thought we were going to have to like call a tow truck by the end of the day because somebody was going to get stuck. We didn't. I don't know how that happened. So we had to figure out getting them into my car. And bringing them from where they're getting ready to the ceremony site. And so I'm scrambling to like chuck stuff, throw stuff. I have three children, y'all, three children. And I don't know if you've ever seen a breast pump, but this one was not exactly small. And the tubes were out because I had just recently finished pumping. And it was just like, I, and they're standing outside the car waiting for me. Oh, and dear. I'm like, oh, is Like I'm chucking stale goldfish. Mm-hmm. I'm chucking petrified Like French fries, just everything, trying to make room for the bride in her gorgeous dress and the bridesmaids. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Like no amount of funny jokes can make that less painful. And she wasn't even wed yet. So we need to make sure her dress stayed super clean. You know what I mean? Oh, dear. We get them in the car, we drive them over. Uh, My mom drives them over. So after I cleared up my car, get them in the car, my mom drives them over. And then she radios me Hey, Jamie, can you come here for a second? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I go up to the car window. She goes, um, they need to go back for uh, to get – gosh, what did she say? I think she said they need to go back to uh, to get some weed. But the bride is in the like passenger seat right next to her. And my mom is trying to figure out how to deliver this. And I know what she's doing. She's trying to figure out if I'm okay with her doing that. Like professionally, right. am I okay with her driving them to get that? And I'm like, okay all right. And she's being kind of silly about it. She goes, I ne- wow, I never thought I'd be doing this at a wedding. So drives them back. They come back with a ton of it, like just oh. a ton of it. And I was like, all right, this is, this is how we're rolling. Okay. So my mom, my mom was a drug run- runner for that, for that event. And then later on that evening where they had cannabis chocolate covered blueberries, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't clearly label them. The groom's mom had a few. And before the bride's mom was like, No, 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 no. Oh, oh, honey, those are, do you know that's, those are cannabis blueberries? And the sweet, quiet, conservative mom had no idea. We don't know how many she had. All I know is that we found her about an hour later sitting next to the bonfire, just staring at it. So that was, that was one for the record books.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She sounded like she probably had a great time, safe by the fire. Safe. Safe. Super safe. And your mom ran the carpool to go pick up some dope. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Totally fine. It's just, it was, you know, and to this
0: day, I'm like, hey, mom, remember that time when you were a drug runner? Like, do you remember that? And she's, <laughs> like, sure I she, still can't believe that we did that at a wedding.
1: Yeah. I'm sure she loves that. She does. It's-
0: Uh, we had this dad who had been, it's a backyard wedding. So he had been slightly more vocal than most of the dads that we see because it was his house and his property. So he had more questions and he wanted to make sure it was fully prepared for the wedding day. And, uh, it's because of this dad that I now change my wording very specifically when I'm giving a couple guidance on the guidance they should be giving to the people who give toasts because of this guy. Mm -hmm. So they had just finished their sunset photos. Toasts were just starting because the the schedule is slightly different than what we usually do. And the dad goes to give his toast and it's still super bright out because the sun had obviously just started to set and it's dead middle of summer. So it's like really, really long, bright sunset. I'm saying that for a reason, clearly. And I look in his hands and he's got paper and I'm like, oh, okay, great. Like, I don't think anything of it. And then I look a little bit more closely and realize it's stapled. Mm. There are multiple papers. And I'm like, wait, what? How many papers does he have? I kid you not. It's like a tiny book. It's like a ream of paper, which I don't know how I didn't notice that first, but he had a stack of papers. And it was at this particular wedding where the the family had hired people to wash the wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, which actually like straight up did not, I suggested they did not do that. And it did not go well um, because they didn't order enough wine glasses. They thought that they could get by by just having them continuously wash throughout the night. Okay. Um, and so I'm running in and out of the house to help with washing the glasses and get them back to the bartenders. So I'm, I'm not there. I'm not staying there or watching what's happening because I'm inside scrubbing stuff mm. in, in order to help speed things up. And so I keep going out to kind of check on what's happening. And I keep going out and he's still going and he's still going. And I check my watch. I'm like, it's been 15 minutes. What is happening? And he's still going and he's still going. And I'm like, oh my goodness. It's been 20 minutes. It's been 25 minutes. There was an outfit change. Oh my gosh. He literally changed his shirt or put a shirt, a new jersey on to signify his new son-in-law's t- or Team that he enjoyed. There was an outfit change, there a packet. I am not kidding when I tell you that speech was 40 minutes, 42 what? minutes.
1: Oh my God. The sun was
0: up when he started, it was pitch black when he finished. Oh boy. So at that point, I was like, I couldn't stop doing dishes. Mm-hmm. And it, this was the first time in my mind I thought, what do I do to get him to stop? Like, I, I remember. Coming out and like crouching down and waving my arms frantically, trying to get the, I'm waving my arms right now as if you can see me, trying to get the bride's attention to be like, do you want me to cut him off? But she wouldn't look my direction and I didn't want to wave too frantically in case the crowd started noticing me. So it's that weird bounce of like, hey, hey, but like I didn't want to be in photos and 42 minutes for one speech. Oh boy. because of that man. it And people were laughing and, and seemingly enjoying it, but of course I couldn't stay for the whole thing because mm-hmm. I had other things to attend to. Otherwise people wouldn't have wine glasses. But because of that, I'm like, you tell people that they have two to three minutes yeah. to give a, a toast or a That's speech. enough. Two to three minutes. And I plan for five. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get 120 seconds. Make the best of it because Oh my goodness! Forty-five minutes—not 45, 42. forty-two. Let's not exaggerate. They ended up adding on an hour's worth of dancing at the end of the night, which cost them over a thousand dollars with all of the uh, vendors involved. Because she wanted the um, the photographers to stay for the sparkler send-off. She wanted, obviously, the DJ to stay. She had a—they had brought in a, um, a electric violinist, oh. uh, a pretty. A pretty well-known one, So they're paying a pretty penny for her and she only works with her own DJ. So the DJ was super expensive. Yeah. It was one of those where I was like, this is a lot. Okay. And it's all because of the 42
1: minute speech. Oh boy. Wow. What a, what a mess there. We did
0: have another event that had 45 minutes worth of speeches, Mm. which was, oh, maybe it's more like an hour, just like 10 people came up and kept talking or that, and they were scheduled to again, kind of against my advice, so to speak, but the couple really wanted it. Uh, But there were guests watching a football game on their phone. Um, Oh yeah. To the point where it was like quietly cheering over at their table or those kinds of things, or people just tuned out completely. Speeches ended. I kid you not, a third of the guests just got up and left,
1: just left the event. Wow. It really put a damper on the momentum.
0: Yes. Yes, it did. Oh, I mean, I kind of went on like a little tangent there, didn't I? (laughs) Are you feeling lost or overwhelmed with wedding planning? Why does this also sound like an infomercial? (laughs) Take a deep breath. You are in the right place. I've put together this amazing, if I do say so myself, wedding planning checklist that tells you all the things that you need to be doing and when you need to be doing them. A step-by-step path just for you. You can grab your step-by-step wedding planning checklist now at weddingchecklist.co. That's weddingchecklist.co.
1: What about what was like your happiest moment at a wedding? Oh,
0: okay. This has to be yep, yeah, it's Megan and Tim's wedding. It's the one that I did up in um on San Juan Island in Washington State. Mm-hmm. They became friends over the process. Mm-hmm. And I I make no secret about like I oftentimes will cry during the first dance.
1: Yeah. It's a touching moment. It's cute, okay?
0: It's my favorite. And I always text my husband, I'm like, I love you so much. Aww. Um and he'll be like, It's the first dance, isn't it? Like, why? <laughs> So he can monitor where I am throughout the night when he gets the I love you text, you know. But this couple, gosh, they're just one of the most endearing couples I've ever met. And just I'm very, very happy to say that they're still friends of mine to this day. In fact, they're, they just moved into their new house. And we've always joked about me flying back up there to help them design it because I just ugh, adore them to pieces. So I knew really intimately all the struggles that they went through and the emotions that they went through because we had grown so close, especially Megan and I. They were the first couple to take a chance on me and hire me from far away and just was so many things wrapped up into that. And they start dancing for their first dance and I start crying. And then I really start crying because it hits me that we're done planning. oh Just, we're just, we're done. And <laughs> sorry, this little girl who's like 12. I mean, people are noticing. I'm like trying to hide myself um, behind this pillar because I'm like, get a grip, Jamie. Just, why are you you're crying so much? It's fine. It's beautiful. But watching these people who would become dear friends of mine, and then this little girl, she's like 12, walks up. With a pack of tissues and like holds her hand out like she's about to feed a stray dog that doesn't know how it's, she doesn't know how it's gonna react. <laughs> I'm like, mm. thank you so much. And my assistant is standing on the other side, laughing her behind off. Just like, oh my gosh, you have straight up lost it. You scared a child. You were crying so hard. Like, what on earth? Mm-hmm. Their, the photographer caught a photo of me like dabbing my eyes and with like that weird smile thing that you do when you're crying but you try to smile and you're like hey, I'm fine. I have a photo of that. I think it's on our Instagram feed. But top 10, like one of my favorite moments at a wedding going from sobbing, have scaring a little girl and then laughing, just being like, this is this is wonderful. Wow, this is what a great thing that I get to do this. Yeah. Uh, but to have a couple that like you're that emotionally invested in and Man, that even, man, even my positive story is me crying. What's wrong with my story? You're just
1: an emotional lady, you know? You're just tapped in and those are just some happy tears just pouring out.
0: There's something pouring out.
1: Something. Uh, What about your favorite, I guess, meal at a wedding? Ooh not the vendor meals that they serve sometimes like a little sad turkey Dude, the
0: sandwich Sandwich and the <laughs> chips that come. No, get out of here with that nonsense. I love it when, when vendors have it in their contracts, cause obviously they review those for clients that they get the same meal that the guests get. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you fight for your food, sis, uh, favorite food. I'd have to say, honestly, anytime it's a food truck, I'm way happier. Yeah. Like I, I just know, cause there's some great catering companies out there and there's some not great ones, but by the time we get the food, it's cold or, man, the amount of times I've had cold, oversalted, soggy chicken at mm-hmm. a wedding. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Or cold mashed potatoes and you're like, is this like a potato salad now at this point? I don't really know. But Kogi beef, was it, is it Kogi beef tacos? Oh, I dream of them. I dream of them. Yeah. Dream of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was pretty bomb. And then a uh, client recently actually um, hired Lime Truck.
1: <laughs>
0: just just give me all your food. So good. They had like a ceviche. They had like a, a, a wow, stutter much A seafood,
1: seafood tostada. Sh- yeah, I think it's smart to put that in the contract that you'd like the same food as the guests.
0: Yep. Yep, because those salads or the like little sandwiches are no no if you are struggling with wedding planning and you have questions and you just need someone to listen and to chat with come join us in the master plan community over at themasterplanwed.com i would love to have you in there thanks so much for listening if you haven't done so already subscribe jump on over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a five-star review so we can let the podcast people know that jamie knows what she's talking about sometimes (laughs) and until next time bye guys